That is so irresponsible. 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 Yo, it's your boy Square Biz, man. You know what time it is, man. You listen to the Irresponsible Mentors. Hey, man, as always, hey, this is actually, you can consider this, what, part three of the, (laughs) this is a trilogy, right? How ironic, the trilogy to, um... The Irresponsible Mentors with our special guest, Laura A. Um, hey, Chip T, man, what up? Hey, man, um, I really don't have anything, man. Hope y'all enjoyed the last episode, uh, Catfish Part 2, uh, featuring Hurricane Laura. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was uh, put out by the great um, gentleman and great scholar, Esquire Square Biz. He came up with that idea, man, and a lot of people hit me up and said, um they actually enjoyed it they heard the actual 42 minute episode but some of them heard the revised 17 minute episode how he kind of made light of the situation of me not being able to get in contact with it the first time <laughs> so yeah uh, i mean that was definitely was an interesting one guys again but let's introduce um, our guest though let's introduce the guest well the, the reoccurring guest. yeah reintroduce <laughs> the reoccurring uh laura what's up laura Hi guys, how are you? Thank you again for including me in this trilogy. <laughs> mm. Now nah, we couldn't do it without you. Again, I think um, this is probably one of our our best to date. So uh, we definitely. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, hands down. You know, goddamn charmer. <laughs> nah, not trying to be. Definitely not trying to be. But now nah, we definitely appreciate you. You know, we, we we're growing. I mean, I won't say you're growing with us. You know what I'm saying? Because you've already surpassed us, right? Oh, but, but again, guys, I see our, our, our day one listeners, they see the growth and, you know, they're asking a lot of questions. So, again, we obviously doing something right. But, I mean, either way, uh, let's go ahead, jump into, you know, our first topic. We kind of left off or you kind of dabbed into it in the last episode regarding, what was it, Harvey Weinstein? In regards, Harvey yeah. yeah, Harvey Weinstein. In regards to, you know, the sexual allegations that he's currently involved in. Mm. Um, I, I guess our big question is: with you being in that actual um, field, um, have you witnessed or have you heard any, like, you know, similar cases regarding personnel being in these positions? And if so, like, what are some advice you can give? And I think you kind of like dive into it. On the last episode, but we really get a chance to like deep dive and kind of talk about it that you can give like personnel or people that may be involved in similar like situations. So, of course, 100 percent, it happens. It does happen, unfortunately. And again, it's because a lot of people are trying to take advantage of people who are trying to progress in their career and at a time, you know, this career can be daunting when people try to get into acting and you meet somebody by chance and they're telling you, I can make you a star. And for instance, when you have people who have such strong credits behind them, Mm. you, you believe them. You think this guy 
made this person famous. They were the writers. They were the directors. They were the producers. And you're getting into something that at times you feel like you're hitting either a dead end or you're just starting and you feel like, what's my luck? that I would run into said person and now they're giving me an opportunity to be a star in their next film. And then a lot of times those promises fall empty and people are left baffled or victimized or threatened stating that, look, if you don't do A, B, and C, I can ruin you. And when you have somebody who is trying to start off in a in acting and somebody that has so much power in Hollywood tells you, look, either you do this or I ruin you. You're just right there put in a position of what do I do? And again, it's not even only with big time producers. You do have people like when I was starting off and it's still an unfortunate story that still follows me because I'm baffled by the people involved stating, you know, I'm not that 18 year old girl anymore. I am now, you know, 15 years into the business. I know better now. And it's, for instance, they'll give you a script mm-hmm. and that will be like for instance a writer director producer and everything behind it the lead actor and all of a sudden they're like you know what acting very professional at the very beginning stating you know what we're going to meet this is going to be great not Mm. saying that all people are like this Mm. when your intuition is telling you something please please trust your instincts because there's a reason why it's going off you know you don't always have that voice in you going off when you're meeting people for potential jobs so when you're meeting somebody and something's telling you this isn't right there's a high chance it's because you're right this isn't right so they'll be like well i want to make you the lead in my film and then you're like that's great you know let's you know audition let's get this ball going and all of a sudden you're like going through a script Mm. see an unnecessary sex scene in the script Mm. with the director with the producer who's now the lead actor and it's just like why is this scene even here it's not even needed oh you're if you're not up for it we have like 20 girls who are ready to jump on it and take your place that makes perfect sense so it's like when you're trying a lot of times um you do feel like people try to take advantage of that where they try to say, well, you know, everybody's okay with it. You're the only person who had a problem. And a lot of times they try to single you out, saying you are the only person. And at times, too, when you do file a complaint, it does fall on deaf ears. So is that like a complaint department well, for, really, for, for actors in the industry? Well, really, um, there's union and non-union. Okay. I'm a union. I'm a union actor. So technically, we do have a number you can call. But was it as hot, as intense as it is now? Now that this is oh, no, like sometimes you would try to file a report, it falls into deaf ears. Mm-hmm. And there was a situation that I had on one set, and nothing was taken care of, and you're just left there where you're scared that now people are going to feel like you're a drama queen and you're just there to cause problems so we would rather not bring you back 
So that's where your fears are, where you're like, if I say this, they're going to see me as a problem Mm. and they're not going to ask me to come back to set because you filed the complaint and nothing came of it. And then you're left there saying, well, now I just put myself out there with this person and nothing was done. That's interesting you say that, though, because, I mean, obviously we know this happens to men and women. Uh, we kind of talked about this, uh, myself and Chip T, regarding um, Terry Crews. I don't know. Again, we kind of revisiting Terry Crews again, but, you know, this is a really um, big guy. You know, he, um, if you don't know, he played in, <laughs> was it, was it next Friday after next? Friday you know, after Damon, next. Damon, he played the, he played the guy that just got out of prison. And, you know, he looked every bit of it. You know, this is probably <laughs> after, this is probably before they got rid of um, the actual weights in prison. Right. So with that, <laughs> it just stupid. lets you know that anybody can be a victim. And he was in the, he was in the same position um, based on his um, allegations. You know, an individual, you know, he he was in a, I don't know, a powerful position, and he groped Terry <laughs> Crews while with his wife, and uh, and Very I mean ballsy, you have to feel ballsy, yeah ballsy. you had yeah a, a literary right you, you <laughs> had to be really you had to be really comfortable to for one grope you know a grown man right especially the side I mean he looks like a freaking linebacker. For yes. <laughs> yeah, for your favorite football team, All right? So for you to sit up there and grope him in front of his wife, I mean, it, it has to be some, I guess, some, I don't know, some, some, some major concerns, and you know, I ain't gonna say in, just in that career field um, and acting alone because, you know, people in powerful positions all over in all in all types of um businesses, I'm yes. sure they you you deal with certain. Uh, situations such as these but yeah man it, you can see that the issue is definitely prevalent and you see a lot more of the cases now with that though do you think all these cases are warranted because you know just based on just some of the accusations that's been coming out it just seem like everybody's a victim and it seems like and again i'm not trying to throw no um, negative light on victims, but it just seems like lately everybody is saying they're a victim because of these uh, past accusations. Cause it's almost like you can't even do anything or say anything because you may be labeled a victim. It's really hard to say because, again, it's very hard to say like 100% of the accusations are going to be true you are going to find people who unfortunately want to take advantage of the situation where it takes a lot of strength for somebody to admit Mm. that they were sexually assaulted or abused or put in a position that they wish they hadn't and i think now more than ever people are starting to feel like they're not alone right um, you had against the, for instance, on Facebook when they started the hashtag Me Too. No, that was that was big last week. It was extremely alarming, mm. and I I had several friends who were actually posting their their stories, which I thought was extremely brave of them because that's something you can't take back. I will read that and I will remember that story. So again, for for them to share those 
very vivid and graphic stories of how they were sexually assaulted or abused. It, it's, it's alarming when you have so many people. If those numbers are correct, it is very disturbing. On my, my Facebook, male and female, were hashtagging and sharing so many stories. And again, when people are victimized, you hear things about no justice being served. Because at a time when time has passed, like, for instance, if you were victimized when you were 14 right. and the person is telling you, I will kill you if you tell your family, you choose not to say anything because you're embarrassed, you're traumatized, you were threatened. Now that you're 23 years old or you're an adult that can fully comprehend the situation mm. where they can actually now say, you know what? it's not a kid or I'm not in that situation and I'm able to actually verbalize and tell you what happened. Then they're like, well, we need proof. It happened when you were 14. It happened when you were a kid. It happened when this, and then again, you're left putting yourself out there publicly and then you're left high and dry. So now that there's this large number of people standing together saying, no, this isn't right. We're not going to stay quiet. You're going to have those people building that strength to say, you know what? You're right. I'm going to voice what happened to me and let them know that I was a victim too. And this can't be tolerated. This has to be stopped. No, I agree with you. And, you know, this is uh, this is always like one of those, those that's a, that's a real tough subject. And you know, it's it's nothing against like the victims themselves, but we of definitely can't. Yeah, but you do have those people who are going to take it. I promise you, there will be people who will take advantage of this. Absolutely, situation. absolutely. For instance, for for some sick-minded people, mm. even took advantage of nine eleven, made up stories, tried to. Um, get claims, try to have people um, give them donations, and then to find out they were fraud. I'm like, how uh, how terrible do you have to be to try to garner something from a situation like 9-11? I guarantee you, you will have a number of people who are sick and twisted, who are going to try to make themselves into a victim when they were never, you know, sexually assaulted or put in a position like that. So they're trying nah, to monetize, right. they're trying to monetize off the situation. So mm -hmm. uh, that makes perfect sense, man. I mean, hey, look at the kids um, that accused uh, Michael Jackson later on in life. They said, you know what, it was made up. It never happened. But my parents were trying to. They're looking for a money grab. I still think Mike did it. Listen, uh, but before we stop into that, hey, hey, so chip tea, chip tea, uh, hey, no, 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 no. Hey, was that smoke? That's the fire. Come on, chip tea, what? chip tea. Seriously though, man, it's not funny. <laughs> no. Nothing to play around with. <laughs> no, hey, Laura. Still, hey, this is this is the type this type of individual you're dealing with right now. Hey, <laughs> hey, chip, man. That's Look, nothing to laugh about. I'm Michael Jackson was I'm, a good I'm guy. Not, I'm not laughing about the situation. I just. It was just too many accusations. Now, now stop it. Don't don't turn me into the bad guy. So, Lord, uh, powerful statement. What you just said. We listened to it, and 
pretty eye-opening for the people that listen to it because most of the time when they listen to this podcast, we are making jokes in light of certain situations that we see in the news and making fun of people that we consider irresponsible mentors, like number 45. Um, but the one thing that I would be remiss to sit there and, and skim over, because um, I was actually listening to your story when we were talking about it, you said at 18 something happened, um, and I don't know if you – or even willing to be able to share that because it could be a troubling uh, story. Like at 18, did something happen with you or something that you look back on now at 35, at 34, sorry. I won't go into too much detail because it was just, you know, I haven't, you know, really spoken to to anybody who I would, you know, direct that towards first. Yeah. But it's, it was something that impacted me to a point where I wanted to join, for instance, like the New York Women in Film and Television, where they are giving access to workshops, free classes, and allowing women mm-hmm. of all ages to meet and to try to build teams together. Right. So I used that opportunity with that group to try to inform, you know, Women, especially young girls who are coming straight from college or have this idea about what it is to be an actor or to work behind the crew line and let them know that they do have that power to say no, Mm -hmm. that they can look at jobs and say, is this the right job for me? Mm -hmm. Try to unite with other women to try to build these groups where we can support each other and create a place that's safe. Mm. So that we can try not to have the the future generations trying to get into the entertainment industry being taken advantage of with this. I can't even tell you the number because I had nobody. I got into acting on my own. I had no family members in the acting industry. So I really didn't have any guidance and schools as well. Nobody prepares you for how crazy the entertainment business is and how there's a lot of people who are sharks who are can smell fresh blood in the water and want to take advantage of that may it be mentally physically financially so nobody tells you this when you're in acting school i don't remember once anybody paying any regard to saying look This is how a scam feels. This is how you know when somebody is trying to take advantage of you. And you have those, for instance, wanna, I'm not gonna, I don't think it's the proper term for this, but let me say like wannabe um, directors or writers or producers who try to put content out there specifically to take advantage of young actresses to be like, you know what? I'm going to write this scene in and she's going to have to perform that scene whether she likes it or not. And then you find yourself that this is no longer acting, that this is just somebody trying to take advantage of you physically with the idea to say, no, no, this is an audition. And in this audition, there's a kissing scene. So we're going to perform the the scene, a kissing scene here. And I'm like, that's not how it works at all. You never, physically are involved with anybody may it be an audition and it might go to the later stages when you do have the directors and the producers in the room not you by yourself with anybody 
and they say, okay, this is the lead actor we have in mind. This is the lead actress we have in mind. We do need to see if you guys have chemistry. That's understandable because you have the team there watching. It's not just you entering an audition room and it's just you and a casting director where they're stating, well, you need to perform this physical act because it's in the scene. You mm. get me? Yeah. Well, it's right. almost like on the casting couch for like, like porn um, flicks, you know, and, and again, <laughs> Those guys can be definitely. <laughs> whoa, whoa, man! What's so funny, bro? Hey, Don't listen. be a dead ass. Yeah, you never yeah. seen casting couch like nah. porn. No, Come so, on, man. You don't want to put me on to it, man. Stop playing. Hey, All right. Lord, don't get so tight, man. It's a comedy. Yes, Lord, 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 I'm like, oh, my God. This guy, man, he's full of it today, man. I don't know who this guy is. Hey, but, uh, Laura, hey, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, honestly, I'm just going to make light of a, a real serious situation. We know, this yeah. is real. we know this stuff happens all the time. Um, yeah, man, it's definitely a problem. You know, first of all, Quick question. Well, me and sure. Chip have already discussed this one, but when you hear about Ivanka Trump, right, going on a conference for women's <laughs> advancement, all right, of harassment oh my God. of women in workplaces, um, how do you feel and how does that make you feel? And does it seem a little, I don't know, hypocritical? I mean, and, and it's not necessarily for her, but just who she represents. Oh, because of her father. Correct. Yeah. Oh, so you talking about how um, she went to a conference and she uh, basically was bringing light to uh, sexual harassment and sexual assaults in the workplace. Well, it was more so just harassment and women okay. in the workplace. Okay. But I mean, I guess sexual harassment could fall in that realm as well. Yeah. I mean, it's just for me. Oh man, that family! I have no idea where to <laughs> no, start. No, speak I'm, on it. Speak I'm on it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> They drive me crazy to a degree where it's just like I'm. You know, I'm sorry if those viewers feel that I. You do have the strong people saying, "Well, he's your president." I'm like, I understand that, but him and his family, I just personally can't take them seriously. I have no support for them. So again, whatever they choose to do. I'm not coming. I'm not coming from a place where I'm like I'm gonna support them. Like I'm just right at this point where I'm shutting them out. It's just beyond hypocritical against like what he stands for, what he's doing, and they're backing him. And then it's like to say I'm against hunting, but my father is a trophy hunter, and I'm there standing by with him in his room full of you know. Taxidermied animals. Taxidermy and, you know, exotic animals hanging on his wall. (laughs) So here I am trying to preach against, you know, hunting, but yet I'm standing with a man who is the exact reason why or example of what I'm trying to negate. You know, yeah, exactly. So, for instance, Mm. for them, it would be different if I would publicly state I do not stand by my father. Mm. Him and I in, um, are not exclusively involved in anything, but for her to share business with um, businesses with him and a lot of talks being said like, oh, well, we were off seas to talk about this. But by the way, we mentioned Ivanka's jewelry line and clothing line in the middle of a meeting that had no business of happening. I'm like, yeah, wow. 
Yeah, that's no, you're right. That that's like that's real news. That actually happened. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, how do you feel about? Okay, we talked about her and her hypocritical state and what she's doing. We're gonna wrap this segment up. I just got one more question. And we're not going to dwell too deep into 45, man. But I want to uh, ask you a lighthearted question um, sure. and see what your mental is and get Square Biz's opinion. Um, so we just came off of eight years of a historical presidential run because there was a first person of color that was actually in the White House. Now, you look at President Obama, you look at President Trump. So President Trump has, what, four wives? About what five, what, four or five baby mamas? What did that man have? <laughs> yeah, so he got he got four wives, uh, multiple baby mamas right now because that's what I, I'm gonna consider them right now because they're not even uh, his ex wives that his baby mamas. Um, Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Might I add, he is from Queens. <laughs> we don't want him. <laughs> Damn, Lord, Lord, hey, Lord, 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 Y'all don't. I mean, y'all don't uh, claim him. No, absolutely not. Oh, okay, so, uh, all right. Not. He is, he is Could you say any of the you other girls are more than Laura, welcome? Laura, you said Queens yesterday. You were like, woo woo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the first thing. <laughs> <you said>. <laughs> I am allowed to say Queens woo woo. Trump, by all means, is no way allowed to state Queens oh, wow. woo woo. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Uh, all loan, small loan of a million dollars. Small loan of a million dollars. We don't want it. So, how do you feel? Do you think if uh, uh, President Obama was on his fourth marriage and had about four baby mamas and um, had a small loan? Because being absolutely not, he wouldn't even be president. He wouldn't wouldn't even been able to be. No, you would you have voted for him? For me, I I try to look like what what their goals are, how they come up. Like, nobody's perfect. What It's just to say, like, if they were saying he had the same scandals as Trump. Yes. He would not then I would not have voted for Obama. If Obama carried the same scandals behind Trump, I'm like, then that still makes you a sleazy man despite your color. Yeah, because if you've no, been married four times, it's not, it's, it's not the, the woman that you marry, it's you. Because you're the common denominator. If you got four wives, ex-wives... And I'm sitting there looking at the bigger picture. You are the common denominator because you have four divorces. You got to take in consideration too, man. Just think about it. You know, President Obama could not get away with half the stuff. I mean, not even a fourth of the stuff that President Trump's gotten away with. So with that, I mean, let's be real. I mean, President Obama probably would have been on a fucking electric chair. Uh, they probably, <laughs> hell, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they would have, you know, broke back hanging. You know, they would have found a way to. Crazy, no, I'm just being crazy. honest. I'm just being honest right now. Trump has gotten away with far more than any other president would ever get away with. And, you know, I don't know I if it's like white privilege. Wrong. I think yeah, my yeah. thing is it truly baffles me, truly baffles me on what he does. And every his supporters are ready for an excuse. And it was disgusting for me because, for instance, what happened like we have family who's in puerto rico and this was the first time of anything like this happening where we were affected to a degree that they were and for him to go there and toss paper towels while he was shooting to the the crowd 
with a smile, <laughs> bringing up Obama. It's just, it's, it was truly disgusting on the way how he handled it. And then at times, people were bringing up, they kept bringing back Obama. And I'm like, would you drop Obama all right? This is happening right now, right mm. now. And Trump is our president. And this is how he's handling it. And it's like whatever they can't make an excuse for, they bring up Obama, they bring up Hillary, they try to throw it under the like throw it under the rug and try to I'm like, what does this man have to do to make you realize that he is an, he's the worst? He, I will never stand by him. And again, I'm, I'll probably get heat for it. And I stand by my decision. He is not my president. I detest him. And he's doing an atrocious job. Hey, go ahead and give a round of applause. Hey, but hey, that was a good segment. Now, um, I know y'all like, man, goddamn, man, they've been talking about a lot of deep stuff. Now we're gonna get into the juicy <laughs> questions on what we want to ask you because a lot of people we never get to inter- uh, interview an actor. So, um, I, I, and, 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 oh, you're so yeah, no, yeah. no, nah, nah, this is this is great, and um, you know, just based on some of our, you know, our day one listeners, they were wondering, um, were you single? Am I? <laughs> I am, am I? I am. I am single. Okay. I, I'm but, currently but right you, but, now. But before you dive into that, <laughs> let's put them on a quick break, man, because we have hit them with some heavy shit, and we're gonna get into. Uh, now we're gonna interview the real Laura A. And stop talking about uh, the fem- <laughs> feminist movement and uh, to the, the impeachment of Donald Trump and uh, Impeach- we, yes. yeah. So we have talked about him way too long, way too long. So uh, Square Biz, man, let's go ahead and put us out. Hey man, you know what time it is, man. Hey, we go ahead, go ahead to break. Hey, while y'all on break, hey, go ahead, grab you a drink, come back, man, and you gonna listen up close and personal or what? Laura A looks for in a, a young gentleman. All right. So, <laughs> hey, this is going to be the next episode. It's going to be Shoot Your Shot. All right. Hey, this is your boy Squeb is. Chip T. That is so irresponsible. 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 Mentors. Irresponsible. Mentors. Irresponsible. Mentors. That is so irresponsible. Yo, what up? It's your boy Square Biz, man, and we back from our break. Hey, as I said before, we finna jump into this next episode. Shoot your shot with Laura A, the Laura A. So Laura A, hey, mm. we we back. <laughs> um, we trying to light, we trying to lighten up the mood, guys. You know, a lot of the listeners said, "Hey, how, how did you book her?" You know, hey man, she sounds amazing. I looked her up on YouTube. Hey. What are, what are the chances that you know regular Joe Schmo uh, oh, like myself? And I'm not I'm not I'm not speaking of myself, but what are some <laughs> things that you look for? What are some things that you look for um, when? And obviously, you probably like really invested in your field, but you know, in, with your leisure time, I mean, what are you looking for um, in regards to you know a, a young man? You know. Is you looking for tall, dark, and handsome? I feel, like, I feel like this is probably the hardest question that you guys ask me. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, this is good, though. See, I like this. 
Oh my perfect. god! Everything else is too, too easy for you. So <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah, put you on. Right? We're gonna no. put you on the spot. We're gonna give you a um a, a a sheet, and we're gonna put you on the spot. Like you interviewing for um the next up and coming show, and you had no time to prepare. So go ahead. <laughs> Lord, oh, hey, right. <laughs> Lord, hey, is it personality? Is it looks? Is it all the above? You it's know, are hard you... to say because, you know, friends, like right now, um, it's not really a priority of mine, to be honest. Uh, it's just right now I'm trying to get where I need to be in my career. No, That's how I know I am. I just need to, you know, focus on myself and where my career needs to go. When it comes to uh guys it's just always been weird with me because i've never had a list mm. to say how the guy has to be blah 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 it's just it's for me it's just when you are with them and it naturally happens mm. where it's like a lot of times i'm not looking into ethnicity i'm not looking into um age well age yes <laughs> of course age because oh Legal age, age please. Oh, okay, so they have to be of legal age. Okay, yeah, all right. so all you sixteen, Good quality. All, all, all your sixteen-year-olds out there, man, you can't get with Lauren, man. God bless. Sorry, <laughs> we do have a younger uh, fan base. So. Before I find myself on a list, okay. right? Yeah. Okay. yeah, I don't want you to get Harvey Weinstein or Kevin Spacey. No, no, go ahead. Okay, so, but how I've been is more or less. I've always been the type who was with a friend and then the friendship progressed to something else. Mm. I've never personally done anything blindsided where it's like, Oh, let me do a blind date. Let me, I've never experienced that. It's just a lot of it comes from being with friends, witnessing how they really are. I think that's the best way because mm. they're not pretending they are who they are. They're hanging out with similar people. You get to see them. And know what you're getting involved with. So you're not swiping right. No. Oh, okay. So I, I'm, uh, I'm not on any of those. So hey, so I'm that's so that's two exes. So sixteen year olds and wow. tender tender people out there. She's not on there, so don't look for it. God bless. So, so you got one, to come one, to it with our conversation. So one last question I'm, about how tall are you? I'm five five. Actually, I got two questions. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> um, I don't know if you ever seen the TV show like Little Woman of L.A., Atlanta, New my York. Friend was, my friend was actually in Little Women of New York. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, Jordana. Hi, Jordana. What's up, Jordana? Hey, we would love to have you on the show. Um, but <laughs> my next question would be: Would you be opposed to dating um, a little person? I'm more, you never know where anything can lead. I'm the type that doesn't like living in a what, like a what if situation. Mm -hmm. If I was friends with, um, and it just evolved into something again, you never know what the power of friendship and love can get into. So I'm not one to deny. What what constitutes a little person's web is? Well, obviously, some somebody that's knee. To waist level. <laughs> hey, hey, again, guys, I'm not trying to send any shots. This was specifically for my homie Webster and Gary. They told me to ask the question, and I did. All right. 
So shout out to Gary. Uh, a lot of people may know him as Gary O. And my man Webster, man, he's a good brother. So oh. yeah, man. Hey, obviously she said hey, she's not really big on the height deal. So I mean, if you have great personality, the chemistry's there. Hey, man, you got a chance. So All just, right, just wear some platform shoes. Cause she five, so uh, man, um, or stilts, or stilts, or stilts. Okay. So, <laughs> so I mean, but how is it? Like, um, one question. So, when you introduce yourself to people, right? Uh, we know you as Laura A. You know, we know that you're an actress, but for the common individual that meets you on the street um, and <laughs> ask what you do, uh, once you say actress, you're like, huh? Okay, I mean that. That's almost I, I equate it to being, if I said I was a professional athlete or I said I was an investment broker, uh, it's almost a stigma with that. Like, okay, she's an actress, so now you have to look at the person to see if they're trying to get with you just because of your personality or just for um, the accolades of saying that they or being able to talk to you. Is that somewhat a turnoff? When, do you usually tell people that, that you're an actress, or do you just, when they ask what you do, what's your response? It's really, I think more or less, a lot of times the stigma that we have in a society is that if you're not a household name, they don't take you as, oh, I, I'm honestly, I, I'm not at that level where it's to say, okay, for instance, if like, Kim Kardashian put herself out there and now you have this bum rush of people where she's like, you know what, now I have to filter out because I don't know who's genuinely there for me. Mm. So right now I'm not like a household name where people are stating, oh my God, it's Laura. You know, it's just, I think right now it's just more of like a whole like catfishing conversation if it's brought up. Do we, where know, they're do we know about from- that? Yeah, we know. We know about that. Shout out to Laura. Yeah. Yeah. It it comes down to them now. I think it's more where people are prying to saying, oh, so you're an actor? Where would I have seen you at? Would I have seen you in a movie? Do you know this person? Oh, what TV shows are you in? It's It's more like an underlying where you're just like, some people are in it. Again, you can make a career in acting and you don't have to be famous. It really depends on the degree that you want to take your career. I have several friends who are comfortably living based on what they do and they're not a household name. So when you're more involved with people who are familiar with your career, you don't really get those, you know, those questions. Because a lot of people feel like, again, when you say I'm an athlete, I'm an actor, you get more people who are like, really? You're an actor? <laughs> so tell me tell me what you've been in. What would have I seen you in? I've never heard your name. So you're like, oh, God. <laughs> there goes my ego flying away. Like, me, 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 me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, that's you're, okay. You know, you say you're a doctor. Nobody really, you know, questions it. They're like, oh, she's a doctor. Oh, you're this. You're that. You're a jeweler. Oh, I get it. But when you bring up those type of careers, you get a lot of questions because people want to authenticate it. They want to say, okay, do you deserve that title? Because that's how you're introducing yourself. But I mean, when you find the right people, that's not something that's really going to be a problem. It's the people who are not 
that's the thing what makes the icebreaker when you get people who are testing and then putting you down and making you feel ashamed that's when you're like you know what this is not going to work on to the next wow oh, great point um Damn, I had a joke, but I I don't I don't want to say it anymore. <laughs> oh. Nah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 yeah, no, I definitely. <laughs> nah, 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 not at all, Laura. But um, yeah, I definitely had a joke, but it it um it leaves me now. Um, damn. Well, what I, up, I, Chip? You got anything? Yeah, I, well, I had one question. So, um, Laura, you walking down uh, Fifth Avenue, right? And you you out there? It's it's about forty degrees. You got your jacket on, and you got a a young man that uh, approaches you. How should they approach a lower A, and what do they need to say to be successful and not have to swipe right? Because you already said you're not on that, and they and they're of the age, they're above the age of sixteen. <laughs> oh, it's just hard for me. I mean. I don't know. It's because I, I think right now, honestly, I'm not searching for that. Mm. So it's uh, a lot of times like my history has been I've been with friends and those were the friends that it later either evolved into dating. And I still say unless you're a terrible person, I would be like, you know what? We can't even be friends after dating. Mm. It's just I've never had an opportunity where somebody came up to me and it's they would say, let's go grab a coffee. We would grab a coffee and it would evolve into something else. It was just me being at places with other friends. Then my friends would introduce me to those people. Then me and that person would become friends. And then let's say like two years pass or something. And then we're just I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'm I'm finding myself interested in this guy. I'm very upfront. I'm more of an upfront person where I would tell somebody I'm and I don't know. I've been like that since a kid. I'll be like, you know what? I want to date that guy. I'm going to date that guy. And I'll just go and I'll say, you know what? Let's, you know, date. And then either a lot of times growing up, I would be told no. <laughs> like, I guess because people are not used to like if a woman approaches and says, you know what? Let's I would like to go on a date with you. So I'm not going to lie. It's just, I don't know. It's like, for instance, dating and marriage has never been on my top tier of things right now. It's just career. And I, maybe that'll change. Like where, when I get where I need to be career wise, that might change where I'm like, you know what? I'm at a point where I need to meet and mingle and start dating but right now, I've been using the past um, year and change to just really focus on myself. Mm. Scribe is? No, that's awesome. I mean, hell, I always say this. You know, the, the one room that you can never fill up, no matter how much you put in there, is what, Chip T? Uh, love? I don't know. This motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, Laura, hey, I'm going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> you know, it's cool. Nah, it's good, though. This is, make, again, it makes for great content. So one of those rooms that you can never fill up no matter how much you put into it, you know, what do you think it is, Laura? Is yourself? Uh, okay, we're on the right path. The room for improvement. Uh, so yeah. I, 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 no. yeah, so I, I definitely I definitely agree with you with God that. I mean, Esquire. 
You said what? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, but, uh, I like that though. Um, man, okay. We, we, we definitely had a, a interesting show today. Um, I know I want. I kind of want to um, kind of you know steer away from the whole relationships and all that. I think we've um, talked about it enough to mm-hmm. where everybody got the point. Hey, man, she's focused on her on her business. All right. Once once her business is where she feel like it needs to be, then hey, fellas, y'all got a y'all got a chance. Uh, <laughs> and don't look and don't look for her on Tinder. And if you five no. two, shoot, if you five two and above the age of eighteen, shoot your shot. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I clarify that a little bit. I do like you know my men to be older than me. I do. Oh, mm. oh, now, oh, see, I, I, I was, I want to leave it alone, but oh, no, kind of no, like no. steered us back that way. <laughs> no, we're fine. We're fine. So you're okay, George Clooney, age. Oh wow, about twenty years older. Okay, no, understood. No, understood. Now George Clooney is like in his sixties. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's Lord, close to at, it. Man. You looking for somebody that's about to get Social Security? <laughs> sugar daddy hey man chill, chill. Let's, let's I'm, I'm sorry alone. I'm sorry Lord hey, I'm sorry yeah. Joe, oh, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> god dang uh, beneficiary what? I get it listen uh, what else you got <laughs> I mean honestly man I didn't really have any other topics seriously I, I think I, we well, kind of like, yeah, touched on everything so well, yeah, I think that that really did it, man. Uh, Lord, thank you for for actually being there. like. So before we end, your cell phone, like, what are you gonna do? Like, you had a oh, phone. are you getting are you getting an iPhone I, X? I go taken on this on whoever took it. I would absolutely love to, but unfortunately, it's it's a loss. So I have to. I already put in a claim with my insurance, so I have to wait for my phone. I'm supposed to be getting it in a day or two. The sooner, the better. Uh, it's a little bit weird, you know, just going throughout a day without any interaction with anybody and having any access to what's going on with the world. Mm. Lord, so Lord, forget. <laughs> no, let's be let's be real. It's not weird. It's freaking depressing. <laughs> it's true. that's very it, it is a depressing thought thinking that i can't even interact um just intake my now when my thoughts are immediately going what's going on with facebook what's going on with instagram what's going on on reddit what's going on with this like you feel like and you know it gave me an opportunity to look around and it's crazy that everybody is on their cell phones like i was forced to sit in the train today because i don't have a phone and you just look around and nobody's interacting. Everybody is just, I would have been the same. I'm not trying to say I'm, I would have been like, oh no, you guys are terrible. Like I would have been, um, you know, with my nose in my phone, but it was actually a crazy reality for me today because I had to go, this was my fir- first full day in a long time, not having any form of, you know, device with me. So I had to sit there and just intake my surroundings and, almost every single person either was a asleep or they were on their phone or they were reading a book a physical book which is cool i was like thinking to myself i need to you know read more yeah right right but as soon as you you get that phone back make sure you uh retweet this uh podcast because you are uh honorary member of the irresponsible mentor so 
uh, because you very you were very irresponsible on coming to the show because it took us a long time to get you on. So God bless. Wow, <laughs> the type of dude that brings up old stuff. Oh my God, Lord, I want to be like that. Right there, uh, my irresponsible poor. Laura. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, responsible Chip T. But no, once again, hey, this is a great show. Uh, great show. I had I had some other topics, guys, but it's, I mean, at this point, there's really no point. You know, it's kind of like let's talk about one thing real quick, if we can. Oh, what's, what, you got? what you got? What you want to talk about? Yeah. I want to share the play that I'm going to be in. So it's called it's New York based. Please, we're in New York City. It's called Latin Lives, and I am going to be playing several characters in this play. Mm. The run. Is going to be from November 13 to November 19 at the Producers Club. And that's at 358 West 44th Street. And we do have tickets available at brownpapertickets.com. Yo, if you throw that into the Twitter link with me, we definitely will put it on the description of this show. So if y'all in New York, man, y'all go visit Laura, man, shoot your shot. Uh, one way you probably can talk to her is if you go support her, because like we said, the biggest room is the room for improvement. And, and, and what's your part on the show? We're actually, it's the 25th anniversary of the Ramirez family and friends. Mm. So we're actually, the main focus is on the Ramirez family. I play the role, role of Norma, who is one of the daughters to this large family. I have a twin sister. And her name is Lourdes, her character. I also play the very sassy and fun. <laughs> she, I absolutely adore her, Rosie. And on a Friday, I will also be playing the role of Lydia. So you'll have me playing an extra scene on the Friday show. Wow. Okay. So that's what I was going to ask you. I'm sorry. So that's where they can find you in November. Yeah, if people want to, you know, meet me in person and say hi and support, this is your time. Our our show is running from November 13th to November 19th, so it's next week. This is happening. This is awesome. Okay, that's what that's that was the next thing I was going to ask you. How long was the show, and um, when they when could they um come out there and meet you? So okay, it's all week. So that's awesome. All right, cool beans. Well, you know me, uh, or you know Square Biz is in England, so he won't be able to make it. And uh, I'm in California, so obviously, you know we would pull up on you if we were uh, still in the Virginia area to to get that live show. And uh, y'all just be careful, man. Hey, make sure that you go follow her. Um, She does have her Everlast bag sitting in her room room right now, so... Uh, just <laughs> do not pull up on her and, and, and be weak because she probably will beat you up. And I say that to say this, eat your Wheaties when you're dealing with Laura A. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, hey, thank you so much, Laura A. Uh, definitely, um, we're going to send you the show in the actual Twitter. When you get your phone back, just hit us up. We'll definitely put you on. And uh, Square Biz, you you think we can hit, get a hit her up like uh, bi monthly to get on and see what she doing in life. Bro, man, bro, man, that's that's without being said, man. We already talked about this. Yeah, we already so. know she's an honorary member, and you, yeah, you more than welcome to come whenever you feel. You know, I mean, it was a joy. It was a joy to have you on the show. God, I loved it. Thank you guys so much for the opportunity, and I apologize for the previous catfishing. Yeah. <laughs> 
glad we were able to make this work. I had a lot of fun. And yeah, I apologize uh, for, for getting mad at you, Laura, because um, you had me out of my element. You, I thought you was the catfish. I thought you were that oh, fat. Oh, I didn't even know you were mad. <laughs> well, yeah, you see, I, I didn't show it. I was I was more disappointed than mad. Um, because, right. you know, when you got your friends um, and they just keep poking at you because they said that you fucked this up for the show, it's hurtful. So uh, I'm going to go see my therapist about it and I'm going to work my way through it. <laughs> well, I guess that's the mentorship. That's mentorship for the week, man. Yeah, okay. go you see know? your therapist if you need to, man. Yeah. If somebody hurt you, it's better to face them and talk to it, talk to them about it um, and, and not just sit on it, man. And if somebody is in your corner and they're a bad person, uh, like Square Biz, man, just talk to him because I talked to him off air and he's been more than hospitable to me over the last couple of days. So thank you, brother. I no problem, man. <laughs> Good job. Good job. So, Laura, hey, go ahead and hit out your handles and we're going to wrap it up. So you guys can find me on Twitter or Instagram with this handle. It's going to be at L-A-G-U-I-N-A-G-A one two five one laguinaga twelve fifty one hey and don't slide in the All dms right. if you five one and you 16 so that's the mentorship <laughs> oh, man. okay all right that's chip <laughs> t's mentorship again guys she stated before hey she's definitely open as long as the chemistry is there i mean she's open however she's focused on business right there but that's enough about laura a hey laura a once again Thanks a lot for coming out and sharing your opinions on Irresponsible Mentors Podcast. We really appreciate you. And, yeah, man, that's the end of the show. It's your boy, Square Biz. Chip T. And we out. We out. Good night, guys. That is so irresponsible. 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 Mentors. Irresponsible. Mentors. Irresponsible. Mentors. That is so irresponsible.